Hello and welcome to the Learning to Slay the Beast podcast, a resilience podcast where we talk about all the challenging things that we're working to overcome like anxiety, health and relationship issues. My name is Sarah. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Learning to Slay the Beast podcast. My name is Sarah and I'm happy to connect with you this week. I have a little bit of a strange podcast setup happening. I'm transitioning my office back from my bedroom to the spare bedroom in the basement again. The basement's finally um, getting to the point where it's done and ready to move things back. And so we're slowly doing that. But this week I'm actually in like the bedroom still and in a gaming simulator as a chair with my microphone, which is still in the bedroom. Um, and my and my laptop. So we're getting there. I, I'm looking forward to getting this all set up and being done in the basement again. A uh, bit of a strange week here. We're getting a lot. I'm in eastern Ontario, getting a lot of smoke coming from Quebec, some of the fires that they're having. And I've honestly never seen this in my life. Like it is so hazy and smoky. It's like Every person in your neighborhood is having, you know, a little fire in their backyard doing s'mores or something. Like there's just so much. And uh, I've heard, you know, about smoke in other communities, um, especially BC. I know they get a lot, um, but never experienced it. So it's so, yeah, it's hazy. It's almost like orange outside at times because the sun's trying to come up and uh, quite the quite the experience this week so of course the air quality is not great um and trying to uh stay stay healthy and and safe with that happening so a lot going on as usual this week we are going to speak with someone who is a mental health therapist and health coach and we're going to talk about the link between gut health and mental health. So we've talked previously on the podcast about the importance of gut health and some of the things that you can do to improve that and I can definitely see how important it is on it from a physical standpoint, you know, our digestion, all of that stuff but we're hearing more and more about this link with mental health and that our gut is very closely linked to our brain. Um, So I wanted to learn more and I'm so excited to welcome Ashley Carpentier, who, as I said, is a mental health therapist and coach, and she focuses on this link between gut health and mental health. And we're going to talk about that link and how we can really support both. And, you know, if we support one, does it indirectly support the other and how all of this comes together? Of course, we're going to talk about things um, within our lifestyle. We're going to talk about supplements, we're going to talk about nutrition, all of those things that you can imagine would impact gut health and then understand a little bit more about what that means for mental health. So I just want to point out we took two tries to get this podcast recorded, um, had some technical difficulties on the first one. On the second recording, It turned out better. The first half is good, but you are going to hear some um, poor sound quality on the second half. So hopefully you can just work through that and be assured it's a pretty um, short interview, but you'll get some great information if you can just hang tight through some of the sound quality issues on the second half. I hope you enjoy this conversation with Ashley Carpentier. 
So welcome, Ashley, to the podcast. I'm happy to connect with you today. Thanks. I'm so happy to be here. Wonderful. So why don't we start with you providing a little bit about your background? Sure. So uh, several years ago, I graduated with my master's in mental health counseling. And since then, I've worked with many things, including eating disorders, substance use, depression, anxiety, and more. But prior to grad school, I actually started exploring how to feel better in my body personally, which led me to all things health and wellness, um, including exercise, nutrition, all things wellness. And a couple years ago, I started learning about gut health and mm. became very interested in learning more. So I actually decided to go back to school and become certified as a health coach. And so I kind of combined my passions of mental health and wellness and have been loving that. Um, but aside from schooling and things like that, I am a wife and a dog mom to three crazy dogs mm -hmm. and a, a soon to be mom. So lots oh, wow. Congratulations. Going. That's amazing. And I have two children and one dog and two cats, and that's enough in itself. So yeah. <laughs> I can't only imagine three dogs. Yeah, I don't know if you can hear them right now, but they are going insane. So sorry. Uh, oh, a little bit. Yeah, that's that. okay. <laughs> so that's great. I mean, gut health is such an interesting topic, and I've done a little bit with it on the podcast. But, um, you know, I feel like we all know it's important, but maybe you can give us a little bit of an overview about gut health and why is it so key to our own health? Yeah. Um, so I like to keep things really simple. So basically, the gut is essentially the GI tract or the digestive system. So the gut holds billions of bacteria and what we call microbes that keep our body running and keep us healthy. So 70% of the immune system is actually held in the gut, which is insane. Um, that's a lot of the immune system. So what that means is what we put in our gut directly affects our health because so much of our immune system is in the gut. So mm -hmm. something important to remember is that I think a lot of times when we think of gut health, we think of food, which mm -hmm. of course that definitely impacts gut health, but there's so many other contributors to gut health such as movement, stress, sleep, toxins, all of these things can really impact our gut. Mm, okay, that makes sense. And you're right, we often think about food and like, what are we putting in? But so these right. other things can be important as well. I mean, stress, I think makes sense to me for sure. What about movement? What is the, the relationship there? Yeah, so when we basically when we don't move, the bacteria in our gut isn't able to thrive. And so it mm. kind of goes from good gut bacteria to bad gut bacteria, essentially. So when we are moving, it helps our um, digestive system to work cor correctly and helps these um, bacteria to really function like they're supposed to. Okay, that makes sense. Um 
So I know you've talked about how you're working and bringing together the mental health piece and also our gut health and our overall health. What is the link there? Like, how do those pieces go together? Yeah, it's kind of crazy and super interesting to me. Uh, before I started learning about this, I was I was actually shocked to learn that they're so directly connected. So mm -hmm. the gut is directly linked to the brain by what's called the vagus nerve. Okay. So essentially, what we put in our gut directly influences the health of our brain because of the vagus nerve, because they're connected. So this is why when people change their diet and heal their gut, they often experience an alleviation of mental health symptoms, could be depression, anxiety, anything. Um, that's often why they are so connected. Wow, okay, so that's really interesting. And maybe you can dig a little bit more into the vagus nerve then. What, what can we do to support that? Really, the best thing you can do to support the vagus nerve is support the gut. Um, okay. I know it's just going kind of going back to the basics, but um, the gut is the powerhouse of the body. And so when we support the gut, we support all different parts of our body, including the vagus nerve and um, the brain, because it's connected, obviously. Um, so it all, I think, ultimately, it all comes back to the gut. Okay. Oh, that's super interesting. And so what are some of your thoughts? I mean, we know that all of these things affect it, the gut. What are your thoughts in terms of the best or the top things that we can do to really make a difference in our gut health? Yeah. So, of course, food is probably, you know, the most important thing, I would say, um, not eating things like processed food and lots of refined sugar, these things can really tear down the gut. But also, personally, in my journey, stress played a huge part in tearing down my gut. So when I was healing my gut, that was something I really had to focus on in order to support my gut and my healing. It looks different for everyone, but these couple things, food, stress, sleep, those make probably the biggest impact on our gut. Mm -hmm. And so food-wise, like trying to work in, you know, those key vegetables and fiber, mm -hmm. things like that? Yeah, I always say eat more plants. And mm -hmm. when people hear that, they really think vegetables, but it's so much more. So of course, vegetables are included in that but also fruit, whole grains, nuts, seeds, anything that grows <laughs> um, really is great for the gut. Okay. Okay. That makes sense. And sleep, is it kind of, you know, respond to our body, get the amount that intuitively feels good to us? Is that sort of what you would say? Yeah, I would say generally anywhere from seven to 10 hours is a good amount. But of course, that's a wide range. So yeah, it does vary from person to person what feels right for that person. Okay, that's great. Um, 
And then stress. I mean, stress management is a whole thing in itself. Um, I feel mm-hmm. like it's one of my full-time jobs trying to manage <laughs> my actual stress. Yep. Yep. Um, any kind of key pieces there that that you find work with stress management or that you rely on? Yeah. So I try to find stress management techniques that I can fit into pockets of my day. So little bits of time. Um, Something I tend to always go to is breathing. There are, you know, meditation apps and things like that that have short meditations, but things like box breathing or um, just, you know, remembering to take deep breaths can be so simple, but lead to such impactful results if you are using them consistently. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. That makes sense. Um, and what about supplements? Like, do those play a role in terms of gut health support or supporting our nutrition? Where do you kind of stand on those? Yeah, supplements can absolutely be helpful. I think that something important to remember is that we should always get it from food first and then look to supplements. So plants and vegetables, they all contain different vitamins and minerals that we need every day. So looking to get them in food first is important. But I do think that supplements are so helpful and there are so many supplements out there and supplements are so bio-individual so like they vary from person to person but there are a couple supplements that I think are helpful for people I always recommend a probiotic a quality probiotic Um, a lot of companies throw fillers in their supplements and so that's something to also be aware of But a probiotic just really helps our gut thrive and stay healthy and supports the bacteria in our gut. So that is one that I always would recommend to people. Um, A couple others that have been helpful for me are magnesium and vitamin D. So magnesium is really good for calming the body. I mentioned that I struggled with stress, and so this one was really beneficial for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and then vitamin D, a lot of people are actually vitamin D deficient, and so this can help with mood and reducing inflammation. Mm, okay, that's great. Yeah, I'm a big magnesium person myself. I take yeah. lots of it, um, and vitamin D as well. That's a great one. Perfect. Um, So any other kind of lifestyle recommendations that you would really suggest in terms of supporting both our gut and mental health? We've talked about a couple of them, you know, movement, sleep and stress. Mm -hmm. The the other one that I always like to mention is toxins. So not toxins, not toxins like in the environment. We're talking about toxins in our home. So things Uh, in personal care products, cleaning products, makeup, you would be shocked to learn all of the crazy toxins in our products and they really affect our gut and our long-term health. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, absolutely. I, it's something I've kind of dug into myself in the past few years is looking more and more at clean products. And I know it can be more expensive. Um, one of the things that really got me into it makeup wise was reading about some of the impacts of talc in makeup and, and it just or it just generally and so then I was like wait but I would have a lot of that in my makeup and so I started uh-huh. digging in there um, and just paying more attention but it is challenging and and it can be so expensive right um, yeah but yeah I think uh, I agree with you it's something really to dive into I think when I started learning about toxins I got really overwhelmed like really overwhelmed because there's so many products that we use and something that helped me was just when I run out of a product choosing a more clean option and Mm -hmm. that kind of alleviated some of that stress because I just did it when I needed it rather than overwhelming myself with changing everything at once. Yeah. And cost wise, then you're kind of, you know, there might be a bit of additional cost per product as you replace it, but you're not trying to do it all at once. So that's a really good tip. Yeah. 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 Um, Don't panic and just be like, I can't have any of this now. Kind of slowly peel away at it. Yeah. That's great. Any like specific products that you want to mention, like either for home care or um, makeup or anything cleaning wise that you've found that you really like? Yeah, I have found a few that I really like. Um, For cleaning products, I recently, like within the past six months, have started using Truly. And these are the first clean cleaning products that I have actually found work and clean things the way I want them to be cleaned. Mm -hmm. And so those ones I would definitely recommend. And then for personal care products, I really like Attitude, the brand Attitude. They have shampoo, conditioner, body wash, lots of different personal care products, and they're all um, toxin-free. Okay. That sounds good. Perfect. Well, any other advice or tips or tools that you want to share or kind of, you know, things that people should keep in mind in terms of bringing together their care for their mental and gut health? Yeah, I think there's a couple things just to remember. First of all, this is a process. It has taken me years to get to where I am and it is frustrating at times and at times I wanted to give up but knowing that it's a process and it takes time is something to remember so that we don't give up. Mm. Uh, We won't see the results overnight and they can actually happen really slowly without us necessarily realizing and so just remembering that it's a process and it's going to take time Um, but also something important that I've learned on my journey is finding what works for you. Mm. This is especially true when it comes to nutrition. I am very picky. (laughs) Um, and so I won't eat a lot of different foods, but I have found the foods that I will eat and I get a variety of foods still, but I don't eat foods that I don't like because I know that I won't stick with it if I do that. So 
just remember that this is your journey, not someone else's. Because I think it's really easy to see people on Instagram or different social media platforms where, you know, they're healing their gut or whatever it may be. And it's easy to compare yourself to their journey. But this is your journey. And so I think remembering that is important in finding what works for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a really good point. It's not always so um, linear and, you know, simple. And yeah, sometimes when we look to what others are doing and try to emulate it, we can really bog ourselves down with <laughs> kind of perfection and, and all of that. So those are great yeah. tips for sure. Um, what about if listeners want to find out more? Maybe they're looking for someone in the coaching arena um, that would want to help them focus on mental and gut health. What are your places online, social media? Yeah, so I have a couple of main places that I am. I'm on Instagram at Ashley Renee Carpentier. Renee is R-A-N-A-E. But you can also find my website. Um, I have all of my links on there, and that's ashleycarpentier.com. That sounds great. Um, Well, thank you so much for your time today. I really appreciate this conversation. I think it's great to kind of highlight these two areas for our listeners. And I'm sure they've learned a lot um, from you today. So thanks so much. Thanks so much for having me. Thank you so much to Ashley Carpentier. And again, apologies for the sound quality. I honestly think it was a challenge that day with the recording platform because we tried a number of times and it seemed to clear up and then the platform was totally down. So um, hopefully you were able to make it through and get some of the great tips that Ashley mentioned. Of course, um, so much good stuff in terms of supplements that we know we can be taking to support our gut health. Um, I loved the idea about definitely eating more plants. I think that that um, is something that a lot of us are striving to do. And of course, the focus on sleep. That has been my challenge the past six months. My daughter is not sleeping well. Um, Once she gets to sleep, she's okay, but it's the getting to sleep. And I know of myself that I really, I need at least eight hours of sleep. Like I just do not feel myself, um, you know, the odd day I can squeak away with seven or, you know, and you're like, oh, okay, or maybe even six, but like consistently I need close to eight. And so we've really been struggling in our house because she's having such a hard time going to sleep. Um, and, and I do see that that is just such a key component of our health as well. You know, I'm always interested in movement. I think that's so key too. Um, and having had COVID and then shingles movement, something that I'm kind of slowly getting back into trying to increase the amount. Um, normally, I work out eight to 10 times a week. Plus, I I walk my dog daily, just kind of on top of all of that. And having had all of these health issues, I'm really looking at starting small. You know, last week, I did five workouts. I did two spin classes a power walk and two weightlifting sessions. And I thought, okay, plus walking the dog. Um, 
that's somewhere to start. And I'm just going to kind of slowly increase and make sure that I'm getting my strength base back. Um, I noticed that I just, I lose things quickly. Like when you're not lifting as heavy, you lose it quickly. When you're not running, you lose it quickly. So that's kind of my goal to spend. I honestly think it'll take the summer just to try to get things back to that base level um, and see how it goes. Try and listen to my body as I do it instead of pushing through. I am still feeling some nerve twinges. Overall, with shingles, I do have a lot of my energy back and I'm feeling pretty good, but I'm still getting like nerve twinges through my chest and back. I'm still getting this like, oh, I feel really itchy for like a second or two. Um, you can still see where the rash is. It's not blistered at this point, but it's like, it's not completely healed. It may, I guess it may scar. I don't know. Um, I'll, I'll see kind of how that heals up over the next while. And like I said, I'm just trying to not have my normal response of like, yay, now I'm back to normal and I'm just going to do everything and instead pace myself a little bit build up the fitness base again um, and keep taking care of my nutrition while I do that. So I do hope you enjoyed this conversation with Ashley. She was wonderful to meet. If you want to hear more from her, certainly check out her website, ashleycarpentier.com. And I know she mentioned um, some of her Instagram handles and things like that as well. And so I will put those in the show notes and you will be able to click and find her from there. I hope that everyone is doing well and I look forward to connecting with you next week. Thank you for listening to the Learning to Slay the Beast podcast. Please keep in mind, this podcast is not intended to be medical or professional advice. If you'd like to hear more from me, you can follow me on social media, Instagram and TikTok at Sarah Lady Gluten or Facebook, Sarah underscore Gluten Free Lady. You can also visit my website, which includes author information, speaking information, and more info on the podcast at www.se-german.com. If you like the podcast, please feel free to review the podcast on your favorite platform and also subscribe because it means that it will show up for you every week on your favorite podcast platform. Also, we've just started to have the ability to support the podcast. You can find this link in my Instagram bio or visit Kofi ko-fi.com slash learning to slay the beasts. Thanks again for listening and have a great week.